Carol shivered inside her smoke-blue uniform coat and tried to ignore her growing uneasiness. As she glanced around the waiting room of the air terminal, she thought that the gaily dressed peasant dolls in the showcases made an incongruous background for the grim-faced policeman who passed in front of them. The handful of boarding passengers watching the policeman were standing together, their eyes full of hatred. As she walked toward them, one of the passengers was saying, The chase is taking too long. The hunters are not pleased. He turned to Carol. How long have you been flying, stewardess? Three years, Carol answered. You look too young for even that length of time. But if you could have seen my country before it was occupied, this room was always full of gaiety. When I returned to America for my last visit, twenty relatives came to see me off. This time no one dared come. It isn't wise to make a public display of one's American connections. Carol lowered her voice. There are so many more policemen today than usual. Do you know why? A member of the underground has escaped, he whispered. He was spotted near here an hour ago. They'll surely catch him, but I hope I don't see it. We'll be boarding in fifteen minutes, Carol answered reassuringly. Excuse me, I must see the captain. Tom had just come in from the operations office. He nodded when his eyes met hers. Carol wondered how much longer it would be before her heart stopped racing painfully at every glimpse of him, before she stopped being so aware of his splendid tallness in the dark uniform. She reminded herself sternly that it was time she regarded him as just another pilot, and not as the man she had loved so dearly. She spoke to him, her gray eyes veiled, noncommittal. You wanted me, Captain? Tom's tone was as businesslike as her own. I was wondering if you've checked on Paul. Carol was ashamed to answer that she'd not yet thought of the purser on the flight since they'd landed in Danubia an hour before. Sick from the effect of the booster shots, Paul had stayed in the crew bunk while the plane refueled for the return flight to Frankfurt. I haven't, Captain. I've been too interested in the hide-and-seek our friends are playing. She inclined her head in the direction of the police. Tom nodded. I'd hate to be that poor guy when they catch him. They're positive he's on the field somewhere. For a moment, Tom's voice was familiar, confidential, and Carol looked at him eagerly. But then he became the captain speaking to the stewardess again. Please go aboard and see if Paul needs anything. I'll have the ground rep bring the passengers out. Carol nodded and walked toward the entrance to the runway. The cold airport seemed desolate in the half-darkness of the October evening. Three policemen were entering the plane next to hers. The sight of them made her shiver as she boarded her plane and went forward to find Paul. He was asleep, so she gently placed another blanket over him and came back to the cabin. Ten minutes more and they'll all be aboard, she thought, checking her watch. She pulled out her hand mirror and ran a comb through the short blonde hair that curled from under her overseas cap. Just then, she realized with a drenching fear that the mirror was reflecting a thin hand grasping the pole of the small open closet behind her seat. Someone was trying to hide in the recess there. She glanced frantically out the seat window for help. The police detachment had left the next plane and was heading in her direction. Put away the mirror, mademoiselle. The words were quiet, the English clear, 
the accent a heavy undertone. She heard the hangers being pushed aside. She whirled and faced a thin boy of about seventeen with heavy blonde hair and intelligent blue eyes. Please, do not have fear. I will not harm you. The boy glanced out the window at the rapidly approaching police. Is there another way off this plane? Carol's fear changed swiftly. It was for him now that the feeling of disaster swept her. His eyes were frightened, and he backed away from the window like a trapped animal, beseeching, urgent, his hand stretched toward Carol, his voice imploring. If they find me, they will kill me. Where can I hide? I can't hide you, Carol protested. They'll find you when they search the plane, and I can't involve the airline. She had a clear picture of Tom's face if the police discovered.